Welcome to Wednesday's Inside Look by Brooks. I'm Steve Brooks, joined by my co-host, uh, Beast Brooks III. And today we're going to be talking about asbestos and mesothelioma. How are you today, Beach? Doing well. Just trying to stay warm. It's hard to believe we live in Florida right now. I know. It, you look outside, it's a um, cold January day here in Florida. It's overcast and drizzling, and it almost looks like it's about ready to snow and feels like that, too. So uh, definitely unlike anything that we're used to. So today we're going to talk about asbestos. Uh, we handle asbestos cases and mesothelioma cases lung cancer, um, and also if you've been diagnosed with uh, mesothelioma. And asbestos is basically um, a, a little fiber that when it's touched and becomes airborne and, and you breathe it in, it can become breathed in and then gets lodged in your lungs and never leaves and becomes an irritant and um, causes inflammation that can ultimately lead to cancer and mesothelioma. And many of the people that um, worked around asbestos uh, over the years um, in shipyards, plumbers, um, things like that, um, have ultimately been diagnosed with either lung cancer or mesothelioma. And those are the kind of cases we handle. So just wanted to ask you, Beach, have you, I know that I, I primarily am the one, the firm that does product cases, but have you, have you experienced or run across any of these cases? I have, like I said, you sort of handle more of them, but I have had a couple clients that, you know, had not an accident or slip and fall, but as I'm talking to them, um, realize that there's a possible asbestos case. You know, the one thing that fascinates me is, you know, we see these commercials, we see these advertisements all the time talking about asbestos, but it's still not completely banned. It is still used in, in, in rare instances, but people are still being exposed to this. As I think a lot of it is, you know, tends to be blue collar workers, you know, the people that work in the construction industry um, or more manual labor jobs, they're, they're much more prone to be exposed to this. Um, but yeah, you know, some people may not even know they necessarily have been exposed to it, but due to the form of cancer, sometimes we can link it back. So, you know, that's one point where just, having open conversations with your attorney. And if you come across with anybody that's talking to them uh, that have a, you know, experience has been exposed or has these rare forms of cancers, make sure that they reach out to an attorney right away um, because, you know, we will dig into it and see if there is a case there. And, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is even if you've only worked in one of the professions that exposes you to asbestos more frequently than others, even if you've only worked in that profession for a few days, you don't have, it doesn't have to have been your career. But if you've been exposed by working in, the, in any of those professions by for just a few days, you potentially could have a claim. And some of those professions are railroad workers, brick masons, carpenters, roofers, grinders, electricians, insulators, welders, pipe fitters, painters, mechanics, military members. I had a, an actual a friend recently who was diagnosed with lung cancer. And when I was talking to him and asking him if he had um, been exposed to any of those work environments, and he goes, yeah, but just for a few days. And I said, well, that doesn't matter because it can happen in a few days of exposure. 
So if your loved one has been diagnosed with lung cancer or with mesothelioma and you uh, and they have worked in any of those professions or jobs for even a few days, don't hesitate to contact us and let us look, dig into the uh, specifics and see if we can help you. Interesting to me too is, you know, Florida is, has the second highest uh, death rate of any state uh, from these types of exposures and cancers. Um, so, I mean, we have quite a bit of it in Florida, you know, specifically in Polk, Hillsborough, and Pinellas County. Uh, there's quite a few cases. So, um, it is happening right here in our own backyard, which is, you know, scary, um, but it means he, there's a potential out there uh, for people to be compensated this because, <laughs> as you know, lung cancer is not cheap to treat. Uh, it can be very expensive. I think it can average up to $150,000 a year. Um, and, you know, and if you're in your 30s, 40s or even 50s, you could have a, you know, 20, 30, 40 years life expectancy from that. So you could be looking at significant medical bills moving forward and, and if you've been exposed to any of this through work, shouldn't be your responsibility to have to pay for it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. And, you know, just because of Florida is, is a high death rate from asbestos um, exposure doesn't mean that living in Florida is dangerous. I, I think it's skewed a little that way because we have a lot of retirees that move here. And uh, we also have a lot of... Um, seaports where people working in the marine industry uh, tend to get exposed to this a lot too. So, but that's a very good point. And I, I, you know, I'm sitting here looking at the facts. Polk had 24 asbestos related deaths uh, per year, Hillsborough 45 and Pinellas 64. That's astounding. That's a lot of deaths from a very uh, unique cause. Um, Interesting. So anything else you'd like to add? No, just, you know, once again, I think we've already touched on it, but if you or any loved ones have been exposed to this or experienced any symptoms, give us a call because, you know, we will dig into the background. We'll dig into uh, the medical records. This is sort of your specialty, Steve. So um, I'll hand it off to you if you want to fill in any blanks. If you or anyone has been exposed to asbestos, even for a few days, And even if you don't know you've been exposed, but you've been engaged in one of these professions that we just mentioned, and you have lung cancer or mesothelioma, give us a call. Um, Our intake department will get the information. It'll come before me, and I will make sure it gets investigated, and we drill down and uh, determine whether you have a case or not. So uh, give us a call. I hope it gets warm. I... uh, Go Bucks next year because they didn't make it this year. Uh, we were talking beforehand. I went to the Bucks game last week and I froze. It was so cold. And it was not a great game either. They just didn't look prepared. But um, it was yeah. an exciting year to, to, to watch them. And uh, Sunday was a roller coaster of emotions, you know, down in the dumps to we're going to pull this out, never doubt Tom Brady to loss in a matter of minutes so yeah. it, was, it was an exciting game didn't go in our favor hopefully brady decides to give it one more year and we can run it back next year so your college town cincinnati are you behind the Bengals? Or are you a Bengals fan no no I'm, I'm a hometown bucks fan um obviously a lot of my friends um are Bengals fans so i have a rooting interest into it just because i was pretty keep up with 
what's going on in Cincinnati and the local news. So I probably know a little bit more about the Bengals than any other team besides the Bucks, and I'll probably root from here on out because uh, I like Joe Burrow, but I want to classify myself as a fan. Um, just the University of Cincinnati. It was a good year for us um, until the bitter end against Alabama, but I guess go Bengals now. Yeah, okay, man, go Bengals. Okay, so um, as always, Beach and I would love to dialogue uh, or answer questions with, if you have any, just shoot us an email, Steve, at brookslawgroup.com or beachiii at brookslawgroup.com, and we'll be glad to uh, to dialogue and answer any questions you may have. And if not, we'll see you next Wednesday for Wednesday's Inside Living for Brooks. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next Wednesday.